Hi, all. I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, November 10th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today, Introduction to Matterport plus SimLab in-house, an advanced content management system, and it includes all kinds of exciting things like Google Maps, advanced analytics, an AI chatbot and 3D avatar. And here to talk to us about it, two representatives from SimLab. Uh, first, uh, SimLab founder and CEO, Marek Kozlak. Marek, thanks for being on the show today. Hello, thank you for having me as well. You bet. And also joining us is the product owner of SimLab in-house, Marta Stanek. Marta, good to see you. Thanks for being on the show today. Hi, thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be able to join you today. Awesome. So, uh, uh, Merrick, before we jump into today's topic, Matterport plus SimLab in-house CMS, SimLab has two other amazing product offerings. Could you give us the highlights, a couple paragraphs on each? Yeah, so probably you know SimLab from two products, which Dan said. One of them is called Stages which we call Matterport time-lapse or Matterport timeline with issue management system on a construction site. It's mostly dedicated for EAC sector and the construction progress monitoring with the, this brilliant feature of the split screen, left, right screen to show before and after, which is two Matterport models and also can be Matterport versus Revit or any other like a, a IFC data. And the second one, which we call Simon, and this is popular for all of the facility managers because it's like a ongoing operational system for your house with asset management, IoT sensors and signal information, and also facility management, calendar, uh, and ticketing for issue management with your landlords, for example. So SimLab stages, SimLab Simon, uh, uh, we've actually done three WGAN TV Live at Five shows among those two products. Uh, I just want to give a, a call out on those intro to SimLab stages plus Matterport for AEC design build communications, uh, demo of nine plus SimLab stages updates for Matterport digital twin integrations for AEC, and intro to SimLab Simon plus Matterport for IoT integration with KNX SmartThings and uh, Fibro. So uh, you can find those three previous shows. Uh, at the short URL, wgan.info forward slash SimLab. That'll take you to the WGAN TV podcast for all shows with SimLab in the subject line. Um, uh, Merrick, um, before Marta takes us through a demo of SimLab in-house, uh, how about just an overview of, of what Matterport plus SimLab in-house CMS is all about? Okay, in a few simple words, if you are like an enterprise Matterport customer, or if you have a couple of Matterport models, let's say 50 and up, and you would like to have a system to manage those models, for your employees, facility managers, not only for the public farm, but what's the connection between those models? We are doing this. We were actually uh, paid to create this technology by one of our customers. So we right now have the backend ready 
and we can give you the direct connection between the hundreds of models, their uh, similar factors, jumping between one model to another models with exact analytics, depending on the user analytics who actually are visiting the models, but also giving you a lot of other features because we track over 40, 50 parameters that we are displaying on a special charts that you can see how users are um, working with your Matterport data, how users are working with uh, assets in that uh, Matterport data, and what's the connection between them with the Google map, with the tracking of the people from different parts of the uh, geographic regions, as well as uh, what question they are asking to the AI when they are interested about uh, the facility. And if not in that model, which one from your database actually have those features that they are looking for and then jumping directly to that model. So it's like a content management system, which is on the service request for us because it's like building your new portal for management of your data. And, and for the content management system, what what would you say are the top features? Not not in great length because we're going to do a deep dive, but uh, maybe perhaps what Marta is actually going to take us through. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe give us a bullet point on each of those. Bullet points would be like one after another. First of all, advanced search engine. So you have imagine hundreds of the Matterport models in your Matterport dashboard. How to search between them on different parameters. So we have like a four ways of looking through your Matterport content. Second would be interactive map. That's something that everybody wants, you know, where are my facilities on the map and who is next to the region to pick up the call if we're talking about that facility manager. Another one would be connection between those models. So how to jump from one model, if I'm interested in that particular type of the kitchen, which rest of the models have that kitchen? So that's going to be like a connection between the model and the interaction between them. 3D avatar, but not just a display of the 3D animations of the person or like a cartoon character, but actually the IBM Watson AI system, artificial intelligence that you can talk to and they collect data about your request and find the answers from the, you know, request actually predefined scenarios. And most of all, advanced analytics, which means is that we tracked dozens of uh, parameters that you can actually check up the behavior of the user of that uh, model in the Matterport space. And a little bit more, but I think that uh, Marta will show those. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a great start. And, and that can be a little bit overwhelming already in terms of this robust uh, uh, SimLab in-house CMS system. Uh, Marta, where, which uh, feature uh, would you like to begin your demo of? Okay, so let me start from the very first uh, landing page where we have the Google Maps. So let me just share my screen so you can all follow me through the page. So this is one of the projects that we prepared for our clients. Uh, as you can see, it's, it's a Japanese client. So most of the texts are in Japanese. So this is the Google Map that we have attached. And as you can see, all of the properties that were added here, they are shown on the map. And what we did is if you click on any property here, you will be taken directly to its page and to its Matterport walkthrough. So you can start and right on the first page and start 
searching through the map to see what's the nearest facility near you and basically it's the easiest point to, to start the search. So if we're talking about search engines, Asmatic said uh, we have four search engines. Let me just briefly go through the most simple ones. So you have the area uh, criteria where you can filter by area and just see which uh, properties are in the place you're interested in. Then you have the search by shape or by property type. Here, since it's a real estate agent, you can have uh, you have like four five types of uh, different shapes. If you choose one of them, it will be filtered. You can add more filters to to limit uh, the search engine uh, the search results. And the last one, but the most interesting search engine is what we call uh, the feature search. Uh, the, our client called it the lifestyle search. Basically, it's a search engine based on tags. So it's ha it has three tiers. I will just uh, show you in a minute how to prepare this. But it's a three-tier search engine where you have four preset uh, main categories. Here, uh, the client wanted to focus on four most important spaces in a house. So let's say, for example, the clients want to relax. They focus most on the relaxed space. So they choose this category first. Then you have what they call lifestyles. So it's a lower tier category, which shows you the most important uh, features of your home. So let's say you want, you like to invite guests. And then as you can see below, it lists the Matterport, uh, like the screenshot from the Matterport. So if I choose one of the parameters, it will highlight the space that meets the criteria. It will highlight the space that was tagged with this exact uh, criteria. So what's the most impressive about the search engine is that if I click on the screenshot here, I will be taken again to the property page, but when the Matterport loads, as you can see, it loads in the exact spot that was screen, uh, screenshot. So I start from the space that I'm interested in. So now- So I'm a little bit confused yeah. on that search. Is, is this search. an artificial intelligence search or is this actually searching by tags that have been entered in for each Matterport tour? That's a very good question. It's uh, actually, this is uh, prepared by the content, in the content management. So first, the, 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 the first four categories, they are uh, preset. Of course, this can be changed to any other four categories that, uh, that are needed for the client. And then you can simply add new lifestyles or scenarios yourself. So you can expand the list or searching criteria uh, as you go and add whatever is needed. So and on this example, excuse me, this is all tag driven, uh, that the, the client has taken the time and said, these are the categories that matter to me. And I'm going to tag each of those models with the appropriate tags. Yes, exactly. Let me just switch uh, to uh, the test environment so I don't miss anything out for the client. So this is my test property on the test environment. 
And let me just show you how you prepare the criteria. So this is my Matterport walkthrough. As you can see, I have already taken uh, some screenshots, but let me just show you how easy it is because you just click add a photo. The image was added here, and then you go to scenarios and you have the same, exact the same parameters as you've seen before. So you choose the space, you choose the second tier, and you choose the tags. So for example, let me choose, you can choose as many as you want and add from different categories. And for clarification, all of these tags within level one, level two, level three are determined by the client. They're, they're not settings that uh, a, client, a client is limited to. Yes, exactly. This here uh, was entered all uh, on the wish of the, of the client, so it can be changed. The mechanism will stay the same, but whatever is written here, this can all be changed uh, by the client and entered uh, from scratch. So, and, and is, is this level of detail of the, I, I'm going to call them tags, unless you mm -hmm. tell me something else, but are, are these tags, is this set up by SimLab or is this set up by the client or the client has a choice of whether they want to do it themselves or have SimLab do it for them? So uh, basically the idea is uh, for the client to set it themselves. But if they have, for example, a list or uh, like a document where they have already prepared, like say, let's say Excel document, there is, uh, of course, a way to import this and have them ready for the client. Uh, for clarification, is the client Im importing that spreadsheet or is no, this is if, that? We, if we receive the spreadsheet, we can do it uh, ourselves. Okay. okay. But to add any of those listings is the column that Marta showed before on the other website. It's just like a type your text and it's there. So it's really a couple easier. of minutes to set up your own searching criteria with a free level of going down uh, to the deep details. Okay. Um, can you come out of the back end, go back into the front end, and maybe that's the, the client front end for the, 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 the search criteria? So I think we're in a test data, a development database. Maybe we revert back to the client. Um, sure. uh, 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 gozaimasu. My Japanese is a little rusty. <laughs> uh, how how is the client using this? Expects this feature to work from the user perspective. Sure. So this is what the user sees. So. Uh, they first open the lifestyle search and they come across the four categories. So they have to choose one of those. Or, you know, you can, of course, uh, filter through all of the screenshots, but, but as you can see, it's quite a lot of them. So first, I choose the space. So on the back end, that was the first filter was yes. the four. And now when you've picked, uh, let's say, lifestyle, then there might have been 15 or 20 associated yes. with lifestyle. And once I got to lifestyle, there, there might be yet some additional. Yes. Now, is that searching? Uh, uh, I think you've said this, but I think I need clarification. So uh, 
if it would if I selected perfect for children, but in yes. fact, let's do that if you don't mind. If, if you select perfect sure. for children, uh, family not family bonding, bonding perfect for. Uh, uh, Marta, uh, second step, fam not family, but perfect for children. Oh yes, here. Perfect. Oh, a couple yeah. down. Yeah. Sorry. Perfect for children. Uh, <laughs> sure. And and now. Uh, there's a step three we're seeing. So please choose the description of the lifestyle. Kids love lofts. Okay, great. That's what I want to see. Show more. So I think what I heard, and I, and, and assuming that the, the database of Matterport tours is, is sufficient enough that you actually have that feature, that it's, are you, can you show more or, or can you show the, the, the uh, nope, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. If you go back just for a second. Uh, I lost it. Yeah. Kids love lofts. So are you going to now display lofts automatically? Uh, we are going to display, like, for example, this space was tagged with this tag and the, the setting I've shown, you, I've shown you before. So this is what it's going to do. But uh, yes, I think that there should be a possibility because what we also do, what we know from Matterport is you assign the sweeps to the room. So there is a possibility, a possibility to also uh, use this as a, as a tag, let's say. So if you just slide up a little bit, uh, yeah, right there. So let's just take that first one on, on, on the left. So the, cl the client, was was smart enough to say if someone goes through this path that that ends up on kids like lofts then the picture they're going going to show is a loft yes and if you click on that picture i imagine we're going to go to that exact spot within the matterport tour because that's what matters to us we're not going yep. into the front door of this property. We're only interested in having our, our kids be happy. And we want to see what that loft looks like. Exactly. So, yeah. so whatever you think it's interesting for your property and you want to share it with the public or anybody else, you just make a snapshot snapshot of that particular angle inside of the Matterport model. Okay. So I, I, I guess I would say that was a, a super powerful feature of SimLab in-house that it, there's probably a lot happening on the back end to make that magic happen. But from the user perspective, it was a relatively simple three-step filter process to get to whatever your search was. And Merrick, that particular, uh, let me just uh, come out of the demo for a second. Merrick, that, that particular uh, example uh, that Marta was showing was based on residential listings. Do you want to speak to other categories that you envision for that feature or other clients of SimLab? Definitely, uh, yes. Because, for example, if we're talking here about the enterprise customers, which owns the enterprise plans with the motherboard, like a chain of stores, uh, small coffee shops, and anybody else in a small business that are having like a commercial buildings, well, all of them have kitchen. All of them have, for example, a coffee machine. So you can make a category, you know, show me the coffee machine of that producer, of that producer, or for example, show me the boiler in the hotel uh, power room from that kind of the years of production. And this is like a full already... A connection between the 500 or 1000 models that I have in my Matterport 
database. So how to look from them? You make a snapshot of the, for example, industry space. You put it in your categories that you can make your online items. You call it tags. And then you can filter, for example, for example, uh, hotels which are using uh, solar panels. And there is like a, a control device for the solar panels in my power room. So that's pretty easy of how to categorize your models inside of your dashboard. And this is what customers think. This is very powerful for them that it can be a nice, you know, um, a green place for the residential, but it can be also a, a boiler of, you know, 200 uh, gallons uh, for the, you know, the high uh, special buildings, right? So uh, this is like advanced search engine, which connects those uh, categories that are important for yourself because you can create them. And the most important thing is that what Marta can probably show you on this residential example is that you can jump between them. So you can say, show me similar or talking to the bot, you can say, oh, I don't want it to go this space. Is there any one uh, with the same features nearby so I can see it as well or I can drive there or uh, I can just relate it, you know, to see and compare the differences. Yeah, in a moment, I'll ask Marta to, to show us uh, that example of jumping between similar uh, features. I, but I, Merrick, I just want to stay on this for uh, one more moment with you. If if a Matterport Enterprise client has hundreds or thousands of Matterport spaces, the filters are determined by the client, and it and so even though we're demonstrating residential real estate, uh, it really literally could be related to AEC or facilities management or property rentals or properties for sale or uh, uh, hotels, uh, warehouses, anything that you can imagine and, because you can create your own categories, tax that are search criteria for you. Awesome. Marta, how about showing us how you, you jump between uh, related features and yet still stay within the view of a related maybe and i'm not sure if that involves showing us the map again or the search or both together why don't you go ahead and show your screen and then take us through how you want to show us that sure this actually involves the next feature that i wanted to describe with it, which is the chatbot so uh, let me just briefly introduce the chatbot. Uh, there is a chat in function integrated within the website, so you can input all of the conversations yourself. But also, we uh, recently integrated this uh, chatbot with the uh, IBM Watson. This is the old version. So let me just uh, show the feature that Marek has just talked about. Let me skip some of the questions which I prepared. And as you can see, I ask, I can ask the bot to see similar properties. So let's say I'm in the entrance of a house. I want to see similar properties. And it generated three different uh, properties. It generated them based on the tags that we have previously set up. So they have, let's say, similar uh space and they're generated uh automatically by the bot so if i said let's say choose this house i will be taken 
to another Matterport walkthrough. And I will start in the hallway. As I start as I left the previous house, I was in the hallway. And as you can see, I ended up in in the next house in the hallway. So so let's say much more clear that if your search engine is, for example, blue sofa in one house, and you're gonna say, show me another apartment, you're gonna be in exact same place next to the blue sofa, but in a different motherboard model. And it, it, the, uh, so there's a lot going on here. Let, let's see if we can uh, deconstruct this. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm not sure I want a moose in, in, in my tour. So uh, first, let's just talk about the avatar before anything else. What, what is that? What are the options for whatever it is that I'm looking at? Yes. So uh, this moose uh, is actually a mask, like the uh mascot of the the company that we designed uh this this particular uh, portal for but let me just show you briefly how to change as you can see they have three characters so you can this is a this is a company called sweden house hence the uh swedish people on the screen but you can choose another character and it will be it sh it should reload in a second and uh, you will see another character. This uh, people and this, the most character here, they have been uh, designed especially for Sweden house, but we can reply, replace the avatars with whatever the uh, client wishes. So uh, for example, for some other clients, we had, let me just uh, show you, sorry, uh, let me just show you, we used, uh, a character of just a simple person dressed in a shirt and, and, and jeans. So this is something that is also changeable. You can upload up to three different uh, characters that will guide the client in the space. And for those that are uh, that understand this technology, is there a certain file format to understand that if it's in this file format, then we can bring it into the platform? Sure. Uh, these are GIFs. So it, if it's a GIF, we can use it. Uh, so, so it's not the, the, the avatar is not going to be speaking to us with lips moving, etc. Uh, let's say not yet. <laughs> okay. So this is something that we're thinking of. Uh, this is something that we plan. So when you do the conversation with the chatbot, you have, you're actually speaking with the avatar but it's still in the development phase. Uh, okay, so uh, today, Thursday, November 10th, 2022, avatars are limited to GIF files. At some point that might be yet some other file format yet, and that might be something uh, that the, uh, is, is that, so if a client can create it as a GIF, that's it. Uh, is that a service that SimLab is providing to enterprise clients as well as is avatar creation? Yes, we can do that for the customers, but it's so easy that actually each graphic studio can do it and use our engine as just a backend platform. Okay. But the cool thing is that uh, the avatars are reacting with one of the sequences movie, depending on what is the conversation subject. So you actually are determining that if you are talking about show me the guidance, it's actually using a that kind of the behavior. If I'm you sorry, are show, show me the the word was uh, 
show me, for example, the residential or show me something in, in the nearby. So it reacts different in, if for example, it's pointing something, then it's showing different animations. So those animations are also like set by the users from one of the many that can react depending on the search criteria that you are using. Okay, so you're not limited to one GIF. Definitely not. It, it uh, you can have a GIF that relates. So, and I think in this case, she she was politely uh, bowing to her yes, Asian exactly uh, uh, customers. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Something that's traditional when you walk into a Japanese store that the that the retail staff is going to bow to you. Um, exactly. Here, for example, let me just, sorry, as you can see, she's showing around the house. So, Yeah, awesome. Okay. Now, if we go back to that chatbot feature on the, on the front end, the bottom right corner, I believe that little pop-up window was the chatbot. Yes. Uh, let me just go back because I've set up an English version, uh, especially for the presentation. So okay. it, because the, the bot speaks Japanese, so I have to. <laughs> it's not, not a problem. We can do Japanese too. So uh, by voice or chat, uh, do you want to show us? I, I'm not sure, sure we can hear. Sure. Then let me just uh, go to the Japanese speaking bot and uh, I will just talk to him in Japanese. So sorry. Oh, for... by the way, uh, Marta is Japanese speaker, so she speaks Japanese fluently. That's why she's the product owner also for that project, <laughs> and she's really good in that language. So please be surprised. Okay. So uh, I didn't think that that we can uh, probably hear, but uh, it's usually the bot is reading the the uh, all of the text here, and let me just ask him to take me to the kitchen. Hi, kitchen, itte kudasai. Oh, sorry. <laughs> kitchen, itte No better. Okay, so as you can see, I can tell him, for example, take me to the kitchen and here we are in the kitchen. Hi, I can. So, so you now have the option of either speaking or selecting. Yes, exactly. I like can choose. Menu. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so Marta, uh, help me understand because I, I don't think of this as artificial intelligence yet. At the top of the show, we introduced AI chatbot with 3D avatar. Am, am I missing something here? Where's the Watson, the IBM Watson piece? Okay, so this, uh, as you, I will show you the difference be between the, uh, the Watson and the classic bot that we uh, had introduced at the very beginning. So as you can see, here is the, um, here is the previous version that the client was using. It was it is integrated within the website. So as you can see, what I can do here is only go through the, um, the through the conversation flow. So I can ask to tell him, tell me about the, the floor, let's say, but it doesn't speak, it doesn't understand the speech. So it's only a simple uh, clicking. You cannot enter free text. So, so just for clarification, before you go on to IBM Watson, so th this right. is a very simple chat bot that the client can can put in, 
you know, here's my tree of, of four, my first four questions. Here's my four answers to those uh, or four different choices for each of those four different questions, and then maybe branch to the appropriate thing that might be uh, take me to that place. Give me yes. an opportunity to talk to, to a real person, what, whatever it is that they the client wants to do. That's really a simple chat bot back end exercise of uh, totally menu driven. Is it um, badly said? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. This is uh, just a simple tree that you create yourself. And uh, basically, the client doesn't have an opportunity to ask uh, freestyle questions. So you have predefined questions. There is no possibility of entering their own inquiries. Okay, so now, uh, top of the show. And AI chatbot with 3D avatar. So, and that was the IBM Watson piece. Can you can you show us and tell us about that? Yes, exactly. So what you can see now is the IBM chat. I'm sorry, it's it's uh, in Japanese here. But uh, the difference here is that first, I can use the voice uh, input to uh, talk to the bot. The bot also reads the text out loud. So it's also a very useful feature. The other, another thing is, as for example, as you can see here, it misunderstood what I told to the bot. So for example, okay, let me just input some ridiculous words. And as you can see, it says, I didn't understand. If it doesn't understand again, it guides you to uh, outside consultant, for example, if it doesn't know what you're saying, or sometimes, you know, it's, it's still in the process of learning. So our goal here is to achieve, for example, the bot to clarify, like, for example, oh, did you mean something like this? Or, and, and, and things uh, that can keep the user for longer. So for example, it also, it finds out if you're not speaking anything or if you're not using it for some period of time, it will suggest like, for example, do you have any trouble? Can I help you? And so on. So the aim is to teach the bot, because this is what we are currently uh, developing, teach the bot based on the materials of Sweden House to teach the bot how to react to the questions that are not, for example, already learned. So he can learn himself and then uh, prepare an answer based on, let's say, frames that we provide. So... So this, there's a knowledge base that's being used for training IBM Watson for this specific client, yes. their specific products, and in this particular case in Japanese. Yes. And and how how good is the AI? I if I listen to or I I I don't read Japanese. I. I know a few expressions, but I have no idea. Did I did I, uh, did the AI do an awesome job, or was it like oh, <laughs> it was like a Siri response and it was a disconnect? Okay, so uh, the ABM Watson is like a whole another topic. It's a very impressive tool which has endless possibilities. But uh, for example, we had some major problems at the beginning with the bot speaking. It's Japanese what was good, but it, the pronunciation, for example, it was very unnatural. 
So what we did is we prepared some uh, recordings, we prepared the uh, transcriptions and so on. So we tried to, and tried to let's say, teach the bot how the Japanese person would pronounce this on that word. And what we noticed is at some point it would find like find out based on the materials that we provided how it should fix the other words. So even if we had like, for example, let's say a long list of the words to correct, at the end it was getting shorter because it was learning with the more and more knowledge it had. Okay, Let, let's bring it back up to a bigger picture. Merrick, what, what, what do you want to say about uh, AI chatbot meets 3D avatar? Well, definitely it's much more easier in English for us to understand all of us. And because IBM Watson is mostly English, that's also much more easy to implement for us and uh, more corrections and more database that can learn from. So uh, for you to understand the same chatbot with the IBM Watson behind it, it was using the same tags that you were creating in the criterias. So as many criteria search engines you can create for that facility, the more data it knows about this. And second, which is very important, is that we analyze in our analytics, we store the uh, behaviors of the users. So if the user is start asking about those particular things, the bot is much more sensitive to those phrases and to those uh, potential questions that learn from, from the past. And really, it's it's also it's as Marta shown uh, before how to create those tags. It's easy scenario, so there's no programming skills needed if someone wants to use that feature. It's just clicking and typing new scenarios. Oh, for that facility, let's say that it's a hotel, customers can ask about this, 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 this. For the warehouses, customers can ask about those, those, those questions, and then bot learns from it. And actually, you see that it's really impressive. And again, no programming needed because we did all of this in the backend of the of the system. So why was it in Jap? Why, why are you doing Japanese as your first demo here on WGA and TV Live at five? Well, I I need to I, I need to say that I'm very surprised, but they are very very much uh, major and advanced in using a digitalization in Japan, especially with the Matterports. 3D services. Our big partner in that region is Nohara, and they are actually having a customers which pays hundreds of thousands of dollars for uh, those kind of the search engines and the management of the content because they treat it very, very serious on a daily basis. This portal actually is outside for the consumers to actually visit demo houses, but it's got thousands of the reviews per month for the customers. So they no, treat I'm, it I'm, very serious. I, I heard a, a few, I heard hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm confused on what that meant. Well, let's say that this is that was a very uh, big number of uh, hours spent on that portal, which was compensated, of course, by the uh, paid uh, engineering job, which was which was paid. But I think that was Marta. Do you remember how many thousands of hours spent on that portal? Four thousand hours or something like this. We were working on it in the like at 10 to it's, 15. It's the third year that it's still continued and they're still interested in developing even more features. So it's ongoing process. Okay, <laughs> so, one and a half year. So uh, before we move on to the next topic, I think what I'm hearing is you uh, SimLab has a number of lead clients many of which happen to be in Asia because technology seems to advance way faster in Asia than it does perhaps in the United States. 
And those clients are already spending hundreds of thousands of dollars with SimLab to develop this product, SimLab in-house, which you are now offering to other uh, Matterport, uh, other companies that are using Matterport that have 50 or more Matterport spaces or hundreds or thousands of Matterport tours. Exactly. So, so we're seeing a demonstration in Japanese because the Japanese market is way more advanced than the United States. They're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars with SimLab. And, and as a result, the demo that we're, we're seeing uh, is in, in Japanese, not that it can't be done in English and many other languages, but th that's where the innovation is taking place. That's uh, this is actually, I believe, the, the first public demonstration of Matterport plus SimLab in-house. And uh, with that comes a, a little bit of uh, maybe learning a little bit about Japanese uh, in, in the course of getting your demo. Uh, I would like to comment that for those kind of the customers from Asia that we are already working with, the visualization is beautiful because Matter did a good job, you know, how to capture the space. But the data and what to do with this is the most crucial for them. So the analytics which they are taking to earn money on it and benefit and get a return on this investment that they paid for us is the key factor why they actually invest in the technology so much. So that seems like it tees up Marta maybe to take us into the analytics to, to show us uh, about the Matterport plus SimLab in-house CMS uh, meets uh, analytics. Marta, do you want to give us another demo? Sure. Let me just open uh, the analytics. So uh, this is the actual analytics on the already uh, on the site that's already live. So uh, the analytics are divided into three categories. So you have general website analytics properties and users. So in the general website analytics, you have information about the, all of the visits, the, for example, the visits by category, the, how many the, the session was lasting uh, on average and so on. So you have a lot of uh, different criteria, but the one that I personally like here the most is this heat map. The client is Japanese, as we have already said. So as you can see, we can track how many people came to the site from each region. So you can see in which regions your company is most popular or less popular. So this is a very important feature. Uh, the next is the properties. So you have that general like analytics of the properties with how many days you, the, you have, how many visits you had during a month or 90 days to your uh, properties. You have the popularity of your chatbots. You have the uh, the time spent on chatting with the chatbots or uh, and the the ranking. But oh, what's Martha, really... and here, you know, also yes. you can see that the connection between them, right? Because what yes. customers asks here is listed here for between which models they are swapping because what is the yes, most important how many for redirections? Them? Exactly. This is the most important data for the customers because that's how the models alive and cooperate with each other. Exactly. What's also interesting here is that you can access each property and see it's like singular analytics. So you can track it to the very, very detail 
you can see uh, also, let me just go to the most important thing for uh, like in the property analytics. You have something that you call heat maps and we use Matterport models to track the user movement inside the model. So you can see which spaces are actually the most interesting to the user. So here you can see that, of course, the entrance, but the kitchen and the master bedroom are most important, more important than the living room. So you know which rooms to highlight. And also it has the chatbot conversation um, flow. Uh, the zeros, like the chatbot is not in all of the rooms, but you can see where it was used the most. So you can also track where it is important to place a chatbot, where it is important to add something more to the conversation and so on. So this is one of the most amazing things that are in the analytics. And of course, the user analytics, where you can track the user data uh, in general, but you can also access the user uh, account and you can even contact them. So you can, again, track the, the user activity to the very, very detail. Is, is there, uh, and, and perhaps that's what that send email is, is, is there a way to say, oh, I'm looking at this analytics, uh, that's Bob in uh, marketing, uh, he's interested in that, I can, I can easily email that data? Uh, this is actually to contact the client. So for example, if you notice that some of the clients have more activity or their activity is increasing, you can contact them and offer them, for example, a presentation, a meeting, or something like this. So it's more like- uh, uh, Okay, so if we translate that into, oh, that was somebody who was interested in that five-bedroom, four-bedroom exactly. house, uh, they spent 10 minutes in the property, they were constantly in the kids' rooms, Ah, so that says maybe this is really a prospect rather than somebody who's kicking tires uh, walking through the property. And you exactly. can check out that the person has actually returned to the property two days later or five days later because we track that action. Yes. Um, before, Merrick, before I go back to you, I just want to ask Marta, is, is there anything else on the analytics that you want to show and tell us about? Well, I think that the... These are the most important features of the analytics uh, that, that I wanted to describe. One more thing that I, I wanted to mention is that there is a ranking for the most popular uh, properties and it calculates both like how many users were there, how many actions were uh, taken in the property. And if you go back to the main page, it's also highlighted here. So it's also a very nice feature. Ah, okay. So uh, uh, let's let's go back to Merrick for a moment here. Mer Merrick, that, that's a lot of data. Uh, what what is either your vision of how that data gets used, or what are clients telling you about why they're excited about all that? Those the, the analytics. Well, you know, we tracked number of parameters, and some of them are depending on what's the, who's the customer, because it's like, if it's like a home builder, like the one that we are just presenting, who actually invites to the demo houses, which they are selling for them, it's important which type of the model is, is, is uh, out there, right? But if it's, for example, a warehouse 
where we are solving the problems and it's not a public uh, information but this is like uh, for example for facility management of I don't know the ho- let's call those hotels and let's stick with the hotels so we see where they are visiting the Matterport that means is that is it mean that the uh, the pump or like the boiler is breaking breaking the mo- the uh, most frequent is the most frequent you know the object to be broken because the service are actually checking you know how to get access he types the questions he opens this data he opens those assets from the tax so this is like analytics for planning you know the service maintainer so the data analyzes actually all of the movements on the website and so, we are just selecting how to analyze it for each customer so i think i'm hearing three things first is i could imagine that google analytics is uh, is is one of the sources of the data two uh, is you have all the analytics re- related to uh, clicks, uh, motion through the space. So that might generate that heat map of uh, more mm-hmm. more visits to the living room. And then I want to say three sounds like there's yet some customization where if 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 the if the user is clicking yes or no, you're tracking that in order to build the table to re- report that as results. No, not not on the third one. Marta, sorry, sorry, uh, I was frozen for a second ah, and I okay. was a little bit confused. Yes, okay. I so I, I think there's three sources of the data. Oh, and I think maybe Merrick is 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 froze on me, but he, at least he's frozen in this beautiful like <laughs> profile <laughs> position. <laughs> Uh, so maybe he'll join us again. Maybe he won't. Uh, so I'll stay with you, Marta. I think that there were three, uh, kinds of sources of data for the analytics. One was, um, and Hey Merrick, if you can actually hear us sign off, sign back one, that, that's what he'll probably do is he'll just probably re- rejoin us here. Uh, so, uh, uh, Marta, I think what I was hearing was like three sources of data. One was Google Analytics. Two was all the things associated with clicks and movements through Matterport space, and you're tracking that to report stuff. And, and then I'm guessing three is there's there's some kind of like if the cus- if the client wants to ask the 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 facilities manager, is this boiler working? Has it been uh, serviced? What day was it serviced? There's all kinds of of data that can be captured and turn that into reports as well. Does that sound close? Yes. Maybe in this case, uh, the, the, for example, the facility management, uh, it will be maybe tricky, but if they want, for example, to make sure with the agents, how is the property working, how many people were visiting and so on, there, uh, there can be, the, there is a possibility also to add agents and assign them to properties. So yes, so like you can right. uh, communicate with them. I, I, I guess maybe this might be a question for, for, for Merrick is that whatever, the, I'm guessing that SimLabs is at the point where the client's large enough and has the, the a significant enough budget and, and, and they want customization of the analytics to include uh, additional data points, the is just as a, a poor example, but the facilities manager has checked the box to, to say the boiler has been serviced, then that data can be part of the analytics dashboard uh, if the customer wants to pay for customization. Merrick? 
definitely yes this is for everybody that's aware customer in a digitalization subject and he actually wants to get more data from his models and he if, if he wants to have a more data the best is to just listen to the customers and implement what actually is his needs yeah i i, I guess it's probably you know worth pointing out this really is an advanced content management system that really is designed for enterprise clients which have very specific needs either by industry or by company and the answer is a broad yes if, if you want that uh we'll let you know what that's going to cost them we're happy to develop it for you es essentially that's what what simlab in-house is you you really started simlab uh to develop two products, SimLab Stages and SimLabs and SimLab Simon, and one of your large lead enterprise clients said, "Oh, well, we're willing to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars with you to build out a robust content management system because we have that need." And you said, "Yes, yeah, so of course, we'll we'll build that out for you." Now, great, it's available for any enterprise client. Um, uh, uh, Marta, as you were showing through some of your pages, I think I saw some things that looked like some custom iframe. Um, perhaps is is that something that you wanted to show? Uh, SimLab in-house meets customized iframe. Yes, sure. Uh, exactly. We also use the iframe technology in the portal. So as you can see, this is the uh, page for the iHouse, which we are currently working on. So, and you can see this is taken from uh, one of the client's projects. So you have the avatar here, you have all of the information and you have also the tags. So everything that was added in the portal, it's also visible here. So you only create, for example, the content uh, once in the CMS system, you take the link let me just show you how it looks uh, in some other project that we prepared from for uh, another Japanese client. So you just uh, basically take the link from the property listings, and this is the one that I used. And you have uh, here the iframe link. So you just use this one link, paste it into your website code, and basically you can use it in any page you want. So you just create the assets, create the chatbot and so on once, and you can use it in many, many pages. Our main concept for the iframe is that each functionality that you have seen presented today, we can actually frame it out to any other services. That means is that if you are interested in a Google map with your properties, we can iframe it. If you are interested in a chatbot, we can iframe it with the walkthrough. If you are interested in the analytics showing the map, where are the people logging in, we can iframe it. If you're interested in about the heat map for the Matterport, that also can go as the iframe and you can do with the iframe whatever you want and wherever place it uh, where you want. It, was there a, a problem that the client had that resulted in providing this custom iframe? Was there something that they wanted to do and it's, oh, I can't do this with Matterport the way it presently is designed? 
first thing was that they had the avatar, they have the chatbot, and they have the tags that are already in the system. So they have all of the, they, they don't have the avatar and they don't have the chatbot in the motherboard. That's first thing. The other thing they have already prepared all the information uh, for the website that they that they have. And they just wanted to use it because again, it's uh, it's uh, another uh, real estate. So what they wanted to do is they wanted to publish it on different uh, pages that sell properties. So if you have some some website that specialize in advertising properties, they wanted to advertise their uh, their properties there. So in order to use the Matterport walkthrough. They just needed like an iframe that they can paste anywhere, even if the motherboard is not integrated. There is no place to to uh, add the the VR walkthrough, so they can so, add. So the challenge, if they were going to use the Matterport tour, uh, it you've lost everything that was in the the SimLab content yeah. management system. If you were using the Matterport URL, so you you really had to develop the the iframe. Uh, uh, as part of the CMS for a SimLab in-house. I, I think we've we've now gotten demos on uh, Matterport plus SimLab in-house for search, analytics, Google Maps, chatbot, iframe. We talked about uh, IBM Watson. Um, was there something else that you wanted to show us or uh, Merrick, do you wanna just talk us through some of the other uh, features uh, at a high level on the CMS? Well, what we are creating right now uh, is that we want to also go one level lower through the not only enterprise big customers with hundreds of the models, but if anybody needs analytics and everybody needs a search engine or a jumping with the Matterport models, it can be also in the iframe, the last subject that we talked to, listed out on the smaller website. So for that, we will create a service which is happening the December 1st, 2022, which allow everybody to use just a pieces of those technologies that we just showed. You don't have to take for the whole, for the whole uh, big picture of the how to use this on the backend and so on. You, you can just take those small features that we created and we want to share it with the Matterport community. Awesome. Were there other features of the CMS that you wanted to talk about, Merrick? Well, uh, the agent uh, that Marta has said a little bit, the events, calendar events, which you can place for the facilities. So you can, for example, have one another uh, map, which is showing like an open house for the region of that geographic part of the world. And then see, we can see the open dates, the events. It can be events, it's not only, it's an open day, but it can be, for example, I don't know, a promotion in the store, or it can be like a charity thing, or it can be like a kids festival in, in the neighborhood. So it's it's really, really open system because everything is so much customized, possible to be customized in, in that portal. But the more, the biggest key advantages that customers are asking us today is the analytics because they don't know how the motors, Matterport models are working for them. And connection between those, which means the search engine, how to look through a customer who's got 2,000, 4,000, and even and we know people that have 50,000 of the Matterport spaces and what's the connection between them. Here it is, a pretty simple mechanism which don't require a programming knowledge. Awesome. 
So uh, that's Matterport plus SimLab in-house, uh, available starting December 1, 2022 for new clients. So uh, you'll be able to go to the SimLab uh, website, simlabinc.com as of December 1st to learn more about Matterport plus SimLab in-house. Uh, no need to wait, though. If you uh, you got something, you're ready to have a conversation, go to simlabinc.com, use the uh, contact us box. Uh, Merrick and his team are available in the We Get Around Network forum, wganforum.com, member name uh, simlab, at simlab. And, um, uh, and, uh, and, and as soon as we publish this show to the uh, WGAN-TV podcast, there'll be four deep dives into uh, SimLab, uh, SimLab Stages, SimLab Simon, uh, and now uh, SimLab in-house. Uh, so um, check those out with the short link wgan.info forward slash SimLab. Um, Merrick, before we say bye, was there anything else that we didn't discuss about SimLab in-house that we you're just dying to tell us? Well, uh, I, I can talk for hours, as you know me already. So let's just keep focus on the main features, uh, which once again are like uh, several searching engines, which are like agents uh, that you can connect to that, but analytics and mostly connection with the AI bot. Uh, and let's stay with those. If you wish to expand it, even to your own ideas, it's possible. Just contact us and we'll be more than happy to help. Yeah. You know, I, I guess my impression now, having viewed a number of different SimLab uh, solutions, is uh, that SimLab is like uh, a developer on steroids as it relates to specific verticals meets Matterport. So whether that's AEC or uh, I think of uh, IoT space and, and now with this uh, advanced CMS system. So it sounds like if the discussion today missed out on a particular feature that you would expect to be in a robust CMS solution that included Matterport, it, it's either because we just didn't take the time to discuss it or you're waiting for that client to come to you to say, uh, hey, we have hundreds or thousands of Matterport tours. The, this is the feature set that we need. Can SimLab help us with that? Definitely. We are listening to the community and what actually is their requirement and then trying to be the one step ahead uh, of, of the market to, to show that it's it's already there. Awesome. Marta, thank you for being on the show today and giving us the, the demo of SimLab in-house. So much appreciated. Thank you very much. It was a great, great pleasure to take part and, and be able to present what I've been working on for the last few, well, two years almost. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Merrick, uh, uh, good to see you on the show. Thank you for being uh, uh, taking us through um, SimLab in-house. Thank you very much. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. We've been visiting with the uh, SimLab team, uh, SimLab founder and CEO, Marek Kozlak, and with uh, SimLab uh, product owner of the in-house, SimLab in-house product owner, product pro project manager, 
uh, Marta Stanek. Uh, for all of us, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at 5.